Water is one of the most important components in feng shui. After all, it's in the term feng shui. You ready to talk about water guys? Now before that, please click on the subscribe button and click on the bell icon to get notified every time we have a video. And if you don't, this is what's going to happen. Slap, 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 When it comes to water, different schools of feng shui, they all focus on the use of water. So how do we use water in feng shui and why is it called wind and water? Well, firstly, if you talk about the entire context of all the different types of schools of feng shui, water is the carriers of energy that we call qi. Now, when we say energy, before you, you, you block this out and say, ah, all this bullshit mumbo jumbo, just think about this. Everything requires energy. Your thoughts, your emotions, your happiness, fear, your optimism, everything requires energy. In order for anyone to do anything in life, to create an idea, to even hate someone or to love someone, it requires energy. Now, in feng shui, water in the external environment carries and moves this energy and it's called qi. Now, of course, there are different types of vibrational energy. That's what it means, vibrational energy. There are external, the physical, the, real, the ones that you could see, such as the actual rivers, for example, uh, the, the lakes, the ponds. And then there are those that we call virtual water. Virtual waters are the roads, okay, the alleys, all right, the, the places, the walkways, those are called virtual water. Now, of course, the thing that comes to mind is which one will be more powerful? Well, of course, a physical presence of actual water carries more energy. But the question is, how do we actually capture the energy from the external to the internal of our home or our office or our workspace? That whole thing, that whole art is the system of feng shui. Now, there are two ways to do that. One is to use physical landforms that we call the movement or redirection of qi. The other method is called the qi distribution method. That's through formulas and calculations. Some of you might have heard of systems called flying star feng shui or xuan kong da gua feng shui. These are systems of calculations of qi distribution. So you can see this as one as physical distribution and the other one is a calculated mathematical model. Now, at the end of the day, the first and foremost thing for us to understand is do we have the presence of water in our environment? That's the first choice. So when we look for a house, if we want the house to be able to have access to flow of energy, we want to be able to see presence of water. Now, you may say, does a swimming pool come? Of course, it comes in a swimming pool, right? But the better ones are the natural types. The rivers, for example, the ponds, the lakes. Now, some of you may think, how about a waterfall? A waterfall is cool, right? Now, waterfall, the water is moving a bit fast and makes a lot of noise. And in feng shui, we want sentimental water. Now, that's the other time. When it comes to landform feng shui, we want the water to be physically seen, to be meandering, to be sentimental, to be rather emotional. Okay, so but if you have the type of water that's gushing and fast, that type of water is called merciless water. And merciless water doesn't carry very smooth or uh, relatable or sentimental energies. That's why um, houses that are too close to a busy road, for example, or too close to the waterfall may not have great feng shui. Now, the results of great feng shui is that if you have good energy, you feel good. That at the end of the day, that's what we're looking for, right? You want to be in a house 
that you are optimistic, you, you feel good, there's some sort of a vibration that um, allows you to think better, to perform better, makes you happier all the time, and you don't have bad mood all the time. If you go home and, and you look at your family members and you are in an argumentative mood, and then you are uh, temperamental all the time, you get depressed for no reason, you look at your family members' face and you feel like slapping them, you feel like slapping yourself, you know, if you have this type of negativity, and you can't explain why you have this sort of negativity, that's a feng shui problem. And it's most likely that you could have, you know, weak access or poor access or negative access to water formations. So go and check it out. Do you have the water formations? Is it sentimental? Is it by the calculation of feng shui in the correct location, for example? If these are in the correct area, the result of that is that you feel at peace at home. You feel energetic. You, you have optimism. Now, this is very important. This, the world is full of pessimism here. Right? A lot of people disbelieve that they can do things. They blame the government. They blame everything, other people in their lives. So much of blame. If, if a person has this type of environment, they grow up and they live in this type of environment, they cannot possibly do well in life. I know some people find it hard to, to you know, sort of believe how can feng shui make people wealthy? Well, one of the things is it makes you feel good. It makes you be, become optimistic as opposed to being pessimistic. So if you have to correct water elements, the water flow is great in your environment, you're gonna feel good, you're gonna perform more, and you're able to be on a creation mode. And when you are creative, when you're optimistic, when you're happy, you, we regard that as a person who can create wealth. Okay, that's how feng shui or water in feng shui creates wealth. Now, of course, in advanced level of feng shui, there's such a thing called water dragon feng shui or uh, what they call five ghost carry treasure formations. All these are just uh, arrangements of water. Yes, they are more intense. Yes, they could be a bit more powerful. Powerful means the results is stronger. But that's the thing. Not everyone needs to have this type of formations to get the results they want. Some people just need a little bit more positivity in their life. And so my uh, first recommendation is go and observe the water. Presence of natural water, sentimental flow, meaning there's no um, strong, straight gushing water or, or too much sound or, or like a waterfall, for example. Um, peaceful water, and if you have in the vicinity, you already have a decent, um, good feng shui. All you need to do is access it through either the main dorm or the um, your your courtyard, for example, and or it's the vicinity within range of the entrance of the property. Now, always remember, external water, it's always better than internal water. It's stronger because energy comes from external. It didn't come from a pot inside your house, okay? It comes from the external environment. And so if you have natural water, this piece of land or this area will have been naturally energized and all you have to do is access it. It's like the area has Wi-Fi and all you have to do is connect to it. So that's the importance of water in feng shui. Now, if you like what you see, you enjoyed this video and you want to see more of it, please hit the subscribe button and hit the bell icon item and do me a favor, share this video with all your friends and leave me a comment.